Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 389, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, and sunny Southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always. By my co-host and my cousin Mike down in Florida. How you doing today, Michael? I'm doing well. Yeah, yeah. What's new with you? Nothing. Not too much. We survived the uh, the the hurricane up here, Bill. Okay, that's good to hear. I'm Is happy. it now? I guess I'm really out of the loop because I only like looked on Twitter and stuff. Is it Henry or is it like Henri? Is it? Oh, French? it's like the soccer player. It's Terry Henry. Oh, t- Thierry Henry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I asked Kristen what the hell's going on, and she said that they've been. I guess they got PC this year. Uh, yeah, like instead of it know. being Hurricane Gary or Hurricane Steve, it's got the little international, the Olympic flavor going on right now. <laughs> it's got the Henri. Well, either way, it was. Hey, uh... in a woke society that we're in right now, Pards, let, let's let's make the Hurricanes. Let's let's change the name of the Hurricanes, right? I guess. I I just assumed that they were running out; they couldn't repeat. Like the common. No, nah, you can't. You can't repeat like the bad ones. Oh, but they can go back. Like, obviously, oh, yeah, you're not yeah, going to yeah, do yeah. Katrina again. But if oh, they'll like, go back to Hurricane Henri. Right, like absolutely. Fred is fine. Fred will be used again because there was yes, no yes, it's just Fred. ones that yeah. like had like Andrew. They'll never use right. Katrina. They'll never use right. Gotcha. I see what you're saying. I mean, I'm a big meteorologist nerd. I I know that. So you know. All I mean, that. you you're getting in the group text a few pictures of Jim James Cantori last night, Jim right? Cantori. And I was gonna send a sarcastic text saying, "Is it bad that I ran into Jim Cantori when I was out shopping Saturday?" And but that could have actually been accurate. Did you run into him? No, I was gonna be a smartass and say, "Oh, that. I would have been all up in you. You got to go like Facebook Live with Jimmy. You would have loved that. Oh, he loves that stuff too. He'd Does be like he? moving his hands and yeah, he likes the uh, thunder." Thundersnow? He likes the thunder snow. Yeah, he loves. That. Oh, he yeah. That. I remember seeing that went viral. Yeah, but it wasn't really any, like we took in all our all the furniture off the pool deck and got everything kind of put together just in case. Oh, you did all that. That's that's so New England, though. Well, I didn't want anything like our chairs blowing into the pool and ripping the liner potentially. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because you got the plastic liner. I that's understandable. So we just took everything off the pool deck and put it on the regular porch and just put it all together. Took the umbrellas in. That was really it. But a little, I'll have to do a little raking, rake up some leaves and sticks in the yard. But other than that, it, it was just a rain event, partner. It didn't even rain that much it didn't here. Even rain. I think Connecticut got more rain. I was looking at the radar 
and we were right on the skirts of it. But I guess there were some. They closed the the Newport Bridge for a while because of sustained seventy mile an hour winds. Hmm. So they they close that bridge if there's winds over seventy miles an hour for more than fifteen minutes. I guess. I guess you don't want an eighteen wheeler like flying off the well, side. Well, they closed the Sunshine Sky Skyway for way less than that. I think forty mile an hour winds. Oh, really? Yeah, that's interesting. That's got to be a pretty big inconvenience. I mean, because they close it, they'll close it like for for like a lot, like a lot of nothing. Yeah. There's not, there's no other way around, right? That really can mess up your day. I would imagine. You got to go up in the, you got to go up to Tampa. Wow. So you got to go up, up and around. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a pain. It. Yeah, it's yeah, a pain. I, I mean, at the Newport Bridge view closed. If you were trying to get from Newport to Narragansett, you'd have to go through Fall River and East Providence. And oh yeah, you got to go through that whole area. Yep. That's that's quite the roundabout way. Oh, the Melnick Bridge. How's uh, how's golf? You playing at all? Yeah, I'm, I'm awful. How's no, the course I'm, after the airifications? Oh, it's this week they're doing it. Oh, they they're it's coming up. I thought it was. It's last. coming up. Yep, okay. it's this week. You're still just terrible, huh? Yeah, yeah. I gotta. I, I have to take lessons. I got to do the lessons. The yeah. captain told me he said it's going to be the best money you ever spent. Mm. Yeah, I think it's it's time. It's come to that point. I mean, you're spending all this money to be a member at this country yeah, and, and, and you're not even, even enjoying it right no now. i'm not even enjoying it. i didn't make a par yesterday oh that's bad i didn't make one par that's really bad mm-hmm. a lot of bogeys or a lot of doubles uh like eight doubles yeah that's a lot yeah it's it sucks i mean 26 over is not great or no more. you want to be in like ideally obviously like you and i are very similar in our skill levels it just is so much better when you're in the 80s like 89 feels so much better than 91 when you start shooting into the 80s now you can start seeing the 70s yeah i mean i i guess like high 80s is pretty much where i land most of the time and i'm okay yeah but you don't that. play enough but you could get to 84 yeah once like yeah i can if i was playing if you were playing more week, you'd get to yeah. 84 now you get to 84 you're like you know what five uh, shots isn't i that could crazy. get to 79 right Yeah, but I guess if you're just like if you're grinding to break a hundred because you're so out of it right now, that makes it not. Oh, it's, it, it's just terrible. And then I'll just I'll just hit just drill a drive and have pitch and wedge in, and that takes you six and, to get down. Yeah, and your putting's not even bad. That's the amazing part, right? You're pretty. No, my putting's not bad, but there's no easy putt. So three footers stress the hell out it's of you because there's always a subtle break up. at the end. Yeah. It's all it's it's it. It beats the crap out of you. They had the mid-am there on Monday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so mid-am qualifier. Um, so anyways, I was talking to the head pro. He said it was the highest scores in the country. Oh, wow. At Sarah Bay. They must have the greens rolling pretty good. Then, I mean, they can't imagine. get them. They don't get them that fast. They're fastest in January when it's drier. But, oh, true. you know, we're around 10, just under 11. So 11 still pretty good in but these guys, August. like these bombers, they're not used to playing these tiny greens and like tons of. They're used to having, like, yeah, you know, it's it's. They're not used to these old old school courses. Some of them are. Those are the guys yep. that grind it out. But down there, so many of the courses, it seems like they're just a giant, you know, giant, almost like resort courses. Huge greens, big fairways. Yeah. 
Those if guys could tear it up. If you're good, you could tear it up at those places. You get into a tight little Donald Ross New England style course, and then that thing can bite back even at 6,500 yards or whatever it is. It's just over 7,000 from the tips. I played that's pretty, at 65. 7,000 decent. 7,000 fine. I mean, yeah. Amateur qualifying. Let's see. I want to see some of these scores here. Guy Kristen works with played. He finished a T for six T sixteen. Oh really? Yeah. Played well. It's in Massachusetts this year. Yep, that's yep, I saw that. Let's see where they, they played here. Colorado, Mason, Ohio, Albany, New York, High Point, North Carolina. Little Rock, Arkansas, Garden City, New York, Brooks, California, Diamond Head, Mississippi, Lexington, South Carolina, St. Joseph, Missouri, Rockville, Maryland, Genoa, Nevada, another California, another California, Wanamoisa Country Club. Dead a boy, baby. Rumford, Rhode Island. Cody Palladino from West Hartford, Connecticut, 67. Billy That's Forcier good playing. from Rumford, Rhode Island, 67. It's good playing, Pirates. Good ball. Hayes Brown, Charlotte, North Carolina, 70. Michael Hamilton, Lincoln, Rhode Island, 71. Brian Higgs, 71. Let's see. Let's keep going down to Sarasota, Florida. Sarah Bay. Devin Hopkins from South Africa, 71, was the winner. And that's a par 70, right? 72. Oh, it's a 72. So one yeah. under. That's not, I mean, that's yep. that's good playing, but that is not, uh, yeah, even one over was second alternate. Yeah, got in. Yep. Blanton Farmer. That's a golfer's name, mm-hmm. isn't it? Blanton Farmer. Any of the guys from there play in it that you know of? Like the young kids that you play with, do they, do they try to qualify? No, nah, you've got to be older, right? The mid am is, yeah, I think you do. Or I think I asked the kid that I play with. I think he said because the guy that Kristen works with played some Florida West Coast tour stuff, so he was quote yeah. pro. So I think you have to have like not made money for X amount of years before you can start playing in that stuff again. Let's see if there's any other places that I recognize. Vero Beach. Southwick, Mass. The Ranch. I've played there. They had it. Guy from Minnesota qualified at the Massachusetts one. George Ordway. Orono, Minnesota. Orono. I know where Orono is. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's in the Twin Cities metro area. Yeah, I don't even... Yeah, I don't even know what the, the... how do you call what is the, what's the mid amateur qualifying? Yeah, all the all the scores were in the sixties. This place in uh California, Redlands Country Club, guy shot sixty two to qualify. Wow. Sixty eight, sixty six, sixty seven, sixty eight, sixty seven, sixty eight. These are all the medalists. Sixty five, sixty nine, sixty nine. 70 at High Point Country Club, so they're on par. Albany Country Club, 68, 66, 67. Yeah, so they're they're all in the 
I mean, 62 is low, but the rest of them were mid-60s, high 60s, I should say. Some good playing parts. You know what I said all day yesterday? What's that? That's one of the day parts. Oh, yeah? Was on, there any ev- on, e- on every tee shot that the guy said, best one of the day parts. <laughs> and then new Phil, we've been taking him up there every week. Best one of the day parts. That's funny. How do you get into the mid? I don't even know how you become a mid amateur. Let's see. The U.S. mid amateur. Let's see what it says here. Did you just rip one? <laughs> yeah, there's a little one. Felt like I, it sounded like I dropped a few rocks. It kind of went do 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 do. <laughs> Fast facts. Let's see where we go. You don't fart on air, do you? No, not often. <laughs> you mean you do? I I don't know that I have. All right, just between Eligibility. You gotta be twenty five or older. Mm-hmm. So that's really it. Amateur, obviously. I see. All right. Do you want me? To, I mean, all it is is a sign up fee. So you want me to just sign up someday and play, and you like you just see Michael P. Hurley, you know? Well, you got to be a three point four index. Or oh, does, it does have that as a yes. Oh, I see. Okay, because they don't want idiots like you paying two hundred dollars or whatever to get in and then ruining somebody's day. Standing <laughs> up there, best guys grinding, best one of the day parts. <laughs> Imagine the guy that shoots sixty two gets paired with you. He's out there grinding, trying to make it from sixty. I, I played with that. One of the kids I played with Thursday, he's great. He he was hitting, oh, he was hitting some peas all over the stick. He shot thirty five yeah. on the front. So he told me he's laughing. He goes, you know what? He goes, he goes Saturday when you're playing the men's game. He said and you're putting from sixty yards. He goes, go up to the green and look at it from the other side of the fly. <laughs> Walk a hundred <laughs> yards away. Plum Bob, <laughs> like that's perfect, isn't it? We're holding up the group behind us because a lot of times we're the last because we're all walkers. Yeah. So then there's like three or four, sometimes five groups of like a guy who has a big game and all these guys are like low single handicappers and they're all in carts and they play. So a lot of times they're right on our ass and they're in this big money game and here's idiot. <laughs> just holding it up. And uh, I got to make this for five to get one quota point. Pods. Let me take a look from the other end. <laughs> How hard do you have to hit a putt to get it from like 40 yards off the green? You, you got to hit really it pretty good. It's tough in the morning with all the dew. Yeah, you get that rooster tail going. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't get a lot of... It's really hard to judge it, isn't it? I think one time it was like either on one or two. I'm, I whacked this putt and it just soaked from all the dew, right? It came up, I think it came up about another 10 yards short of the green. I said, hit it, hit it. Let's try this one again, parts. Putting for 50 yards and you still chunk it. <laughs> Chunked it. <laughs> I had the right line. <laughs> you gotta like pull the divot off the putter oh, after you do it. We had had so much rain, so it was lift clean in place. So I was giving yeah. myself some good lines for my putts from 60. <laughs> Lining up the top. <laughs> the line on it. This one's gonna go about a ball to the right. Oh, <laughs> 
Oh my god. It's cutting through divots and sprinkler heads and everything. <laughs> I did ask if you can move it if there's a sprinkler head. They're like, no, nah, it is 40 yards in front of you. <laughs> Do I get relief from the sprinkler head? Oh no, no, you don't. Ask the guy to tend the pin. You mind tending that for me? <laughs> yeah, I told Bill one time to make sure it was sticking in straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's all leaning forward as a part. <laughs> oh, he's got you. I mean, they must it, hate it you. It takes a lot. Like, you like that stuff, but you know there's some guys who are like, don't ever put me with this idiot again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you want to borrow my wedge? Do you not have a wedge? Oh, no, I have them. I just like to putt. Any, anything inside 100, I'm putting. Have you ever tried to putt, like, through a bunker? Through a bunker? No. Yeah. Oh, no, I've done that Yeah, you can now. Some of the public dumps you play... You can. Because the lips are so messed up. Like, you could just putt it straight out of the bunker. I so We'll finish with this. I, we're on 17. Mm-hmm. And I kind of hook my drive, but it's not bad. But it's sitting on that shell. It looks like a cart path, but it's not. Oh, but so it's, like, made out of crushed shells. Yeah. Yeah, so I play it down, which is fine. Because if you hit it good, that thing goes. So I hit a six sign. I'm up in front. So now I got a pitch in wedge in, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling good. Hit some, hit two halfway decent shots. So I shank my pitching wedge. So now <laughs> I'm a dead right, right, and it's sitting down in the Bermuda rough, and I'm I'm pissed. I yeah. am just pissed. So I got to hit down like a bunker shot. I did, and it went for about thirty yards. So I'm about ready to break my sand wedge. So I'm like, all right, all right, guys, heads up, heads up, right. So I hit one, hit another one, and I just stiff it to about four feet. I made the putt for a five. For a bogey, I said that may be the best bogey I've made after shanking or, one directly sideways and then leaving a sandwich at my foot. Or the worst bogey you've ever made. One of the I, was, I said that one. I, I think I did the fist punt. I said that's oh, a pumped. great six right there, partner. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'll go sit in Phil's cart and just eat eat a banana and drink my water, just fuming. <laughs> <sighs> That's funny. After leaving three at your feet, you just pick up. Yes. I'm done. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> wait, wait, this is one. <laughs> so after at, after five, because after you make a bogey, you don't get any quota points. So a lot of times we mm-hmm. just you're in your pocket. So we're on five, and and the group in front of us is starting to get some space. So Captain Bill goes, "We gotta we gotta close the gap. They're getting ahead of us." I'm like, "Yeah, okay." So he hits two in the water. I hit a drive and I got gap wedge in and I flail one into the bunker and then I put my next shot into the woods from the bunker. So I'm like, I'm out. All of a sudden, Phil, Phil chunks too. Please it at his feet. I'm out. So we go walk up to the next tee box. The guys are in the middle of the fairway. Captain Bill looks at me. He goes, well, he goes, you caught up in the pocket. You get, you end up catching up real quickly. Is that one of the Phil, the Phils that you played with? They joined the summer, Donald Ross. No, he didn't do it. We're just taking him as a guest. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, that is one of the Phils. Yeah, new Phil. All right. Well, on that note, we should probably take our first break. All right. Thanks. Sounds good, Hearts.
All right, we're back from break, episode number 389 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. Do you like that song, Bill? I lo- I actually do like that song. Dude, it's a good song. I haven't heard it. Like, that one didn't make it, like, as a uh, as an oldie, I guess. Like, you don't hear it anymore. No, like, you Some really songs don't. from early 2000s, late 90s, you still mm-hmm. hear on the radio. That one kind of got yeah, lost Yeah, that thing went shuffle. away. That's a good song. It's a pretty solid song. It's actually strange even because she's still pretty popular because she does some of one of those shows, The Voice or something like that. I don't know. Who is that? Christina Aguilera. Oh, okay. Yep, that's Christina. I I always get those chicks off her and uh, Britney. Britney and yeah, yeah, I get them all confused. Well, that was my heyday, Bill. I got it all memorized so you you had like christina aguilera posters up at your house uh when you well, were an adolescent yeah like freshman college yeah that's what you guys hung in your dormitories yeah. britney spears christina aguilera shakira was a good one too some good talent there anyway what should we talk about this week we got a lot lot going on in the world of uh do you remember like when we used to never do news shows and every freaking week we have stuff to talk about Yes, but I think a lot of it, there's nothing, if you don't talk about the news, there's not, a, like, how many top five lists can we do? We've done, we have almost 400 shows, Bill. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if we could do more, it doesn't matter. The new, like, there's so much going on now. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. There wasn't anything yeah. going on. The one thing that's uh, going away, we'll start with, is the... Uh, the NBA experience is permanently closed. So that that thing uh, lasted slightly longer than, than COVID, it looks like. We got about almost two years out of it with being closed for three or four months. No, it never reopened. I don't think it ever reopened. Oh, even after, like, yeah, once COVID came back. But it I don't technically... think it ever reopened. I think it was only open for seven months. Oh, so it closed down at the beginning of the pandemic, and they just said the hell with it yeah. after that. Interesting. All right, so I'm reading an article here. It says the NBA experience will not reopen and has closed permanently at Disney Springs and Walt Disney World. The location was originally closed down for COVID-19, but Disney has just announced that they will not be reopening the location. Um, they said they'll announce it at a later date what the replacement is. But, I mean, like you said, it opened in August of 2019. Closed down in March of 2020 and just never reopened. There was never a lot of, uh, pardon the pun, a lot of hoopla about it, though. People didn't seem to care about it at all. Even when it first opened, like a big thing like that, like you didn't hear two words about it, did you? thing was garbage. Well, I don't even know what it, like you could do. Like like you shot free throws. No, that's not bad. Like I watched Tim Tracker do it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, he yeah. he does he does infomercials for Disney. Sure. And he didn't really have much good to say. No. Yeah, it's closed due to current blah blah blah. All in all, the attraction was open for a little over seven months. That's crazy. Yeah, almost two years to the date when they announced it because it opened August uh, 12th. 
you forget that that was like you had to pay a fee to get in that thing, right? Yeah, and it wasn't cheap. And that's what took over for Disney Quest, right? Yeah. I mean, Disney Quest wasn't sustainable anymore. That was right. a, but they just—I don't know what what they could replace it with that would have been better. But why didn't they? You know, they could have done that that virtual reality thing that people seem to like. They had that Star Wars one or whatever, where you you wear the headset and you go through. Why didn't they like make that into a bigger experience? That seems like the kind of thing that is the way it's going, but. I don't know the NBA thing. I think they wanted to get like the the foreign visitors to really go to that as a big thing, which I, I guess the NBA is huge overseas, right? Oh, in China. Well, sure. But uh, I, I even Europe though isn't it's pretty big. Yeah, I think so. Now and I but think they're really was... trying to expand it in China. That's true. I don't know. I had. I had zero desire to ever go to that thing. Oh, so even if it was still open, even for free, I don't think I would have done it. No, I probably wouldn't have eaten. I would have stuck my head in there to see what the hell it was. I don't know if you would have because you don't even go to Disney Springs anyway. That's true. Even if you're at like if you're at Disney Springs, like yeah, you pop your head in to see what it's all about, maybe. But there's so much going on there that it probably would like that's kind of out of the way of everything too. It's not. Yeah, it's over by Cirque du Soleil. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's way the heck down there. So, the orange parking lot, best one of the day, best one of the day, but best thing of the day, you like the orange lot. That's usually where I park. Yeah, there's one that's like across the street, right? That's like the th- is that the the lime one or the lime one's a a good one too. There. There's like three of them. I don't know. Anyway, any any other final thoughts on the NBA experience? You got to think, whoever there's going to be some people getting fired for that, don't you think? I get. I mean, if did did Disney invest a whole lot in it, or was it just they took the NBA's money and said, "Go ahead, you could do this"? Like, I don't really know. I'm sure it was a partnership. Yeah, but it's probably an ABC thing, ABC, ESPN, because they cover the NBA. So I, I bet that's mm-hmm. what the agreement was. That's true. Because that's why they're married to the NBA and not the NHL or anybody else. So that's I think more of an ABC, ESPN because thing. of ESPN. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean that definitely. It never had a chance to take off. It never had a chance. That's the thing. It never had a chance. So I don't think it was gonna. If it was, you know, if it was going gangbusters before coronavirus came, they probably would have reopened it at some point in the last year, where everything else is open. You know, I mean, obviously, it wasn't worth their while to open it again. And then, I guess at that point, if you just keep it shuttered. For an extra year and a half, I guess the writing's on the wall at that point. Mm-hmm. I like how they say like they emailed employees to let them know. I was like, what have they been doing? Those employees, they haven't had to. They must be working somewhere else in the meantime, or not yeah, I would think all. so. They just punch in and sit there. They just answer the phone. Are you open today? Nope, we're closed. That's always my favorite thing when uh, we get a phone call at work. On like a a day that might be a holiday, they come. Oh, oh, are, you, are you yeah. are you open today? That is uh, kind of like no. an awkward thing, though, because you are, what? Because the other the only other option is just to hang up. Well, you could say, uh, which a lot of people do. Oh, just calling to see if you're open, and then uh, they yeah, say, I guess you could do that. Are. Yeah, 
Or you could say, what are your hours today? That's an out. Yeah, that's an out. Or just simply hang up. Yeah, or hang up. Yep. Right. Okay, you're there. Thanks. Yeah. Just yep. checking. Yeah. But that's the best. Oh, you guys Maybe are you guys I'm open stop. today? Maybe no, I'll we're close. Doing that. What? When answering? I'm just watching YouTube videos. Stop prank calling your shop. My shop. <laughs> just call. I, I have caller ID. I could just uh, it. yeah. I think there's ways to get around caller ID though. I'm sure there are. When but... I used to prank call when I was a kid, I think it was like star six seven. Yeah, you can block it. I think yeah. that costs money though. Oh, does it? Yeah, I think it's like my parents 30. never mentioned it to me. <laughs> he just wrote the check. They're like of all the terrible things he does, this is real low on the priority scale. We'll just let this one slide. Oh man, some of the afternoons when we did a lot of prank calling, that probably added up. <laughs> we used to call the baseball card shops all the time. What were you pranking them about? I used to ask for I used to like call and like ask for my buddy. Like I tell him that I'm missing three cards for my 87 Donruss set. Okay. And I'd say, like, I need, like, card 342 Mookie Wilson. And you'd hear him flipping through the box. Yep, yep, I got that. And I'd say, uh, number 642, uh, Buddy Biancolana. Yep, I got that one. What's the third one? I'd be, like, uh, number 310 Jason Morby, who was, like, my best friend. And you'd hear him flipping through. Ah, that's that's actually Tim Tuffle. I'm like, yeah, you might. Can you double check? I'm pretty sure it's Jay Moore. And I said, oh, no, I think that's for the flare. And you'd hear him start going through it. I just totally <laughs> mess with him. And then we told him that we were going to we were going to go in there and steal all his baseball cards. We said that we were part of like some like group or something. I mean, that's now I, I'd nice. be in jail for that. Yeah, kind that's of not very nice. To crap. No, 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 it wasn't. The first part's fine. That's just good. You yeah, know, good clean fun, but you yeah. just threaten the guy. We're gonna steal. All your yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, we're gonna come in and murder you in your sleep. No, no, no. There was no threats or anything. No, there was no threats. <laughs> just a jerk. <laughs> I like the asking for the the name. That's actually pretty creative. I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid though, is it? it and yes. I think we did it like on a daily basis. <laughs> he never caught on. Nah, he did with the no, because the other one were, were Mexicans, and we were me and my three dudes. <laughs> oh, it's you guys again, huh? No, <laughs> it was a home run shop on Park Avenue. Do you remember it's that home run shop? No, I don't know that one. Uh, it was like on Park and Reservoir. Hello, home run shop. <laughs> there was this old guy. He used to smoke cigarettes, but like the no filters. Oh yeah, and he was into like autographs and stuff. So like he used to set up like outside on Park Avenue, like in a, just a a chair and just smoke cigarettes oh well like so he wasn't smoking in the shop and then yeah yeah, in, yeah. He'd, he'd like snuff it out and go inside and yeah and it. then he'd go back into the shop yeah, yeah so he gotcha. they let him hustle some of his stuff but he was more into autographs i gotcha ah we used to ride our bike down there a couple times a week it was fantastic they never put it together that it was you calling no they never knew it was me no they they were oh it's you guys calling again but they never put the when you they didn't there, do the, yeah. the detective work that's good at least yeah, you don't want to lose that connection. You like the one asking about your buddies, though. Huh? I do like that's pretty good. That's a good one. <laughs> I don't get though why those kind of places are just like baseball cards are so different now. Yeah, that's why they're not in, around like, anymore. They're, they're super expensive, and it's all like about getting like the the cards, cards with like the jersey, yeah, and the rated stuff on it. Like I don't know, it's it's. I used to have so much fun just opening packs. Oh, I did too. 
going through. The cards would smell like bubble gum. Yeah. Oh, I got another Tim Raines. You want the Tim Raines? No, put it in the junk pile. The other one I used to be able to do is do you remember when they had like that they were in that like that clear pack? And there were maybe like thirty of them, and they were like three they were like a three pack. And they were all next to each other, but they were clear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they used to sell them at like Ann and Hope and stuff. And like yep. I used to be able to hold it and I just run my fingernail down each card and you could actually see the card back. So you, you could see, see if there was like a, a good rookie hiding yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, my mom and dad would be shopping. I'd be over there just trying to go right, I'm gonna get all. these three packs because this has a, a Kirby Puckett rookie. And I was very resourceful as a kid. That's hence my entrepreneurship of caddying and the funny thing shoveling is, though, driveways. With that stuff, like the cards, like I, I was the same way when I was collecting cards. I was, I was like, oh, this one's worth money. You put it in the little plastic thing, like you'd see yeah, it yeah, in yeah. There. But I never did anything with them. I never. No, sold I have them. thirty. I have uh, thirty-six John Crock rookies. I don't know if that's. I mean, they much. doubled in value. They went from a quarter to fifty cents, but yeah, I thought say. that was because he hit like three, like four seventeen minor league Las Vegas one year. So I thought he was going to be a big player. That's funny. Yeah, I got two pages of of John Crook rookie. Anyways, <laughs> should we get I, back to Disney news? I, I suppose so. So we got the uh, the new the new genie service coming. I'm not sure. I mean, we talked a little bit before. I'm not a huge. Uh, fan of this but we'll see i'm gonna read this is from disney the disney parks blog so this gonna is gonna put a little positive release. spin on this one huh this is their this is their press Term convenient and uh we're almost ready to let disney genie out of the lamp coming this fall to walt disney world resort and disneyland resort disney genie is a complimentary and convenient new digital service designed to create your best disney day We've been listening to your feedback. You want planning to be easier. You want more flexibility and you want better tools to help you make the most of your visit. And that's exactly what Disney Genie is here to do. We've made significant investments in this cool new technology, which guides you through our theme parks with tips that can help you reduce time in lines, discover magic around every corner and take the guesswork out of what's next. Built right into the My Disney Experience and Disneyland apps, Disney Genie service will maximize your park time so you can have more fun. It includes a personalized itinerary feature that will cook quickly and seamlessly map out an entire day from specific attractions, foodie experiences, and entertainment to general interests like Disney princesses, villains, Pixar, Star Wars, thrill rides, and more. Just tell Genie what you want to do, and it will do the planning for you. So I'm going to interject here for a second. That's just, it's basically touring plans at this point, right? Yeah. Because you could set, you could do all that stuff in touring plans. They tell you which way to go and everything. So they're just kind of ripping that off. Okay. Here are a few more features. Get itinerary updates from morning to night. Disney Genie will continue to update your itinerary throughout your day. So you can be more spontaneous and go with the flow. Find your favorites at a glance. Create your very own personal tip board to instantly see your favorites. It will display current and forecasted future wait times, helping you predict when you might experience quicker entry to attractions. Enjoy more flexibility and fun. Disney Genie brings existing planning features together in one place. Join a virtual queue at certain attractions. Make dining and experience reservations. Mobile order food and get help from a virtual assistant and more. Aha, here's the now here's the rub. This is my favorite part. For even more convenience and flexibility, there are two other options for enjoying our theme parks. 
through a queue we are introducing called the Lightning Lane entrance that also saves you time in line. Disney Genie Plus, for the price of $15 per ticket per day at Walt Disney World and $20 per ticket per day at Disneyland, choose the next available time to arrive at a variety of attractions and experiences using the Lightning Lane entrance. You can make one selection at a time throughout the day, from classics like Haunted Mansion to thrill rides like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad and newer favorites like Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. This convenient option is the next evolution of the fan-favorite Disney Max Pass service from Disneyland Resort. Disney Genie Plus will also include Disney Park-themed audio experiences, photo features to capture your memories, augmented reality lenses for those visiting Walt Disney World Resort, and unlimited Disney Photo Pass downloads from your day if you're visiting Disneyland Resort. The next part, individual attraction selections available for purchase. Schedule a time to arrive at up to two highly demanded attractions each day using the Lightning Lane entrance, like Seven Dwarf Mine Train, Radiator Spring Racers at California Adventure, um, blah, blah, blah. Pricing for this option will vary by date, attraction, and the park will be announced closer to launch. Lightning Lane selections will be made on the same day of your visit and can be used across multiple theme parks. Great for those who love the park hopper option. Attractions continue to offer traditional standby queues or virtual queues at certain attractions like Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. While the FastPass, FastPass Plus, and Disney MaxPass services will be retired, we are incredibly excited about the flexibility and choices Disney Genie provides. Um, you could choose from all of our new options, a mix of them or none at all, and continue to have a great experience no matter how you decide to plan your best Disney day. We're also making some enhancements to our disability access service program, including new options to enroll in the program pre-arrival. Kind of skip ahead of that. For more information, go to DisneyWorld.com slash Disney Genie, blah, blah, blah. All right. So basically, now, if you want to do any fast passes, you're paying $15 per day per person extra on top of your ticket. Yep. If you want to fast pass to a popular ride, you have to pay a la carte on top of that $15. Sounds about right. So for $15 per person, you can make fast passes for maybe It's a Small World, Pirates of the Caribbean, Spaceship Earth, things like that. Which is fine, I suppose. That's the way it was going. You could have one at a time, so you can't even have the three like you used to get ahead of time. And you just go that route. Now, if you want to ride uh, Seven Dwarf Mine Train, let's say, you have to be enrolled in that $15 per day, correct? That's my understanding. And then it'll say, if you want to go at this time, it's going to cost this, this much more per ride. So that could be $20, $30, $50. I guess it depends on the day and how busy the park is. Yeah, for the popular ones, right? For the popular ones. So you're paying... Yeah, but you, you don't have to buy the $15 one. To do that, you do. So you have to be enrolled in it to buy the next step up. Is my oh, I thought... I, are you positive about that? I'm not. I can... Okay. I'll, we'll look into in the other articles. I thought that's what it was. I thought I you had to I heard it's not be... that case. You could do a la carte without doing the $15 one. Um, so that's what that was my understanding. But even even still, uh, apparently those they've been doing it in Paris already, and some of the popular rides they're seeing are like fifty dollars and up at certain times to get on them, to pay to pay to get on these attractions. 
which is crazy to me. It's hard to imagine paying that much, especially as a family or a couple, even a couple like you and Susie doing it. If you're paying, you're going to pay an extra hundred bucks to ride seven dwarf mine train to not have to wait in line. No. Or $30 even. No. Like what ride would you pay to ride extra? Like the $15 thing, like, so you can actually just make fast passes. You can almost justify that and just say it's part of the ticket now. And the nice thing for you is if you go on a day and you don't care and it's a slow day, you don't have to pay the 15 and you just can walk around and go in lines. If it's a busy time, then you could just say, we'll pay it and kind of build it into our cost of going that day. Or if you're having a vacation, you just know, you know, for my family, it's going to cost me an extra $60 per day to go into the parks because we'll need to have this fast pass thing. But then I've already done that. I've already budgeted that. And now if I want to go on Tower of Terror, I got to spend an extra $20 per person to get on the ride, something like that. Like, you got to draw a line somewhere. But I suppose people are willing, or I guess we'll find out, but people are willing to throw money at these problems. So um, apparently this is very similar to what they do at Universal, where you can get that front of the line access and it varies depending on how busy the park is. So that could be several hundred dollars, I guess, over there. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I mean, you said before that you were kind of into this idea. What do you like about it? No, I don't like the idea. I just, I don't like fast pass to begin with. Cause I always got one. No. Cause I always got squeezed. Well, what about like the paper one, like the old school before Fast Pass Plus, before Magic Band? I'm not very familiar with that one. Yeah, I think they only had them. The t- yeah. But I was always, I could never, I could only do it 30 days out. Right. As an so I could never, so I could never get on the good attractions to begin with. Right. So now, most likely, you still can't. Because yeah, it's correct. not, yeah, it's not making the availability more for these. It's just now everyone has to pay for them. So you're not losing out to the resort guests. You're losing out to the people who are willing yeah. to pay for it. Yeah, I, so on. yeah. But I guess the good thing could be if not a lot of people are willing to pay for it, maybe the standby lines will be lower. Standby lines will be lower. That's why I, w- I wish it went away. Just everything. Everything, yeah. Right. I mean, there'd still be long lines occasionally, but they'd be lower than they are now with the fast pass going through. I mean, the lines were great with, granted it was COVID, but still without any fast passes, it was great. The lines were always fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you see things online where it's saying like the line for this was 200 minutes, but. You didn't. You didn't seem to experience that, or you just no. didn't go on those attractions. So another article I'm looking at here um, is saying how much it will will it cost you? And it's basically just going through, you know, how much per day will this? But the uh, 
it's this is on inside the magic it's saying if you want to purchase individual attraction selections each ride will be an added cost on top of the genie plus costs if you choose to purchase genie plus okay so i guess you can buy just the attraction if you don't do the genie plus but i would imagine most people are going to spend the money on the individual attractions are probably already going to have the genie plus going but i get you don't have to um the individual attractions will be for the more coveted ride uh, they don't have pricing. However, Disneyland Paris has charged up to $18 per person per ride in their new system. So they it's kind of testing it out in Paris on how they've done. So it's all based on supply and demand. So on like New Year's Eve, yeah. you're going to spend a lot more to get on. Yeah, New Year's Eve when they ride. can really stick it to you. Right. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a fan of this. It just seems like it's a another way to just squeeze more money out of you because you're already, there. like, just adding costs to your vacation without giving you really anything new. Like, are you, are you getting more out of this system for what you're paying? Or is this just their roundabout way to raise ticket prices by... 15% without causing as much uproar. Cuz if you're if the average ticket's around 100 bucks and now you're paying $15 more per person to get on the system where I imagine what 60, 70, 80% of the people will probably just do it in the parks. Like is this just a way to raise their admission prices without raising them that much? Or do you think that you're getting value for this? You think that many that many people are going to buy this crap? Yes, wow. the fifteen dollar thing. Yeah. yeah, I think people just people that are on vacation, they're just going to do it. So then, what's going to happen? It's going to be the same as it already is. It's just going to be like fast pass. It's going to just be long waits, and it's just it's a new version of fast pass. It's no different. Now you're just yeah, paying but how are they going to let people like, one at a time. <clears throat> how are they going to let X amount of people on Space Mountain? They're not. They just won't be available. Just like with Fast Pass Plus, if you don't sign up early enough that day, it's going to say no slots for Lightning Lane are available. So, you oh, so, now 15... gonna, so now you're going to pay fifteen bucks and maybe not get on a ride. Right. They're going to say, well, you can go to Mickey's Philhar Magic at twelve fifteen. That's available for your your uh, Genie Plus. You know what I mean? So it's got to be just or or you know what. You may not be able to do it for the fifteen dollar one, but if you want to spend thirty dollars, we can get you on Space Mountain at eleven o'clock. I think the third, I think the extra pay though, is just for certain attractions. For now, or do you think they'll be like, well, there's know. none available for this, so that automatically moves it into that special attraction category for that day? Like it's so fluid, they could change it at any time. I don't know. I mean, there's no, we don't know enough about it. This is just speculation, but. But just just the terminology. Oh, it's so convenient. It's so, I you. mean, they, they tell you, I'm not even going to lube it, and you're going to like it. I mean, it's just so it's it's insanity. The best for an even more convenient. We're going to take oh, now that, that was free that one was, was convenient. But now when we go and grab your credit card, this is even going to be more convenient. For even How more you convenience like and flexibility. <laughs> if the more you pay, the more you get. I guess it's just, it was a matter of time for that, and that's just what it is now. 
It's like at Twin Oaks when you'd give the guy 20 bucks, you got seated a lot sooner. You know, you, you grease the maitre d' 20 bucks when you shake his hand at Twin Oaks, and you're not waiting 25, 30 minutes to get, get no. a table, are you? Mm-mm. So we're just greasing old Bob Chapek to get on these rides sooner. Your boy. That's my guy, too. Yeah, you don't say Chapek. a word about him. <laughs> you like him. I love that guy. You know, I got an issue with your buddy, though, Pete. Which one? Pete. Oh, you got, what are you going to take down? Peter likes me, or why? So I... I well, I should maybe I shouldn't go all in because I don't I haven't listened to him. But I remember when they hired this guy, the Josh Demaro guy. He's oh, like in charge of the park. He loved him. What? Where is he on all this stuff? He, I thought oh, he was like the savior. Is he? No, 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 no. He's 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 down on him. Oh, is he? Okay, so I. Take oh yeah, he's going. You know, he's 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 going on up. Because when they brought him in, he was the savior. This guy's going to save Walt Disney World. It's the best thing to ever happen. Now he's in charge of all parks, and they're doing all this garbage. And I was like, well, this is this was the golden boy. He was, like, anointed, and now it's never been worse, in my opinion. I don't know. The experience – maybe this thing will be revolutionary. Maybe it'll change the way everyone does it. Maybe it'll work perfectly, and you just say, hey, it's worth the extra 15 bucks or whatever you pay for it, but – I don't have high hopes for it. I mean, their technology rollouts have not been smooth in the past, to say the least. I mean, that's putting it lightly, isn't it? Well, what are you going to do when you're walking around? At least back in the day when when we did our three fast passes and went up to Epcot for the day, we had screenshots. Right. Like, I would actually put it in my calendar, like, on my cell phone. So So you get an alert, yeah. So I I know what time that we have to go do whatever. Yeah. What's going to freaking happen? When the page was eaten, or whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, after I paid sixty bucks for my family of four to get, and you can't get a on fast the app for freaking the, hours for three caballeros, and now the app's down and they don't let you on, and you just paid an extra sixty bucks to do it. Because I'm sure that's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, it's never gone down before. That's what I mean. Like now that people are putting, like when it, when Fast Pass Plus was free, it was still an inconvenience, and people obviously got pissed about it, but. You couldn't really say much, right? Oh, sorry, the system's down. There's nothing we could do. Just get in the standby line. Now, if you're paying for it and they tell you that, people are going to be justifiably pissed. Of course. So they they have a lot more skin in the game on their end, but I mean. You think they're going to fix this billion-dollar thing overnight? Or do you think they care? Oh, uh, that's the bigger question. Do they care? No, I don't think they care. I don't know. This seems like it's just another. I, I don't. I mean, is it a money grab? Is that the way to term it? Is this just a way for them to try to squeeze more money, or do they actually feel like it's going to give them try to price? I don't know. Like, do they think more like you? Like, not a lot of people are going to do it, so it's going to make standby lines less. So then the average guest will have a better experience, or do they? think that everyone's going to do it and they're just going to make tons of money. I don't think I don't think you're going to get a ton. I think they're going to get less than when it was free. Obviously, you're going to get yeah. less than when it's free. Less what? What do you mean? You know, the, the more you charge, the less you're going to get. So they're going to get less people doing fast passes. Oh, yeah, of course. I assume that. So I yeah. think the fast pass lines are going to go down. 
which means the standby lines will be quicker. Yes. But conversely, less people use a fast pass means more people will be in the standby lines. That is correct. So maybe it'll be about the same and the fast pass lines will be quicker because less people are using that, which is okay, I guess. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see how it turns out, but I don't know. It seems like a... Uh, just it's another one of those things where it's like now on top of everything else we've talked about, now you got to pay to park at the resorts, or you have to pay for the Magical Express that doesn't exist anymore. You know to get to the right. You know they just take things away. Fast Pass was included, now it's gone. Now you pay extra for it. This was included, now it's gone. Now you pay extra. Like we said last week, nothing was ever free. These things were included. Now they're all a la carte. Everything's, but none of the other prices went down. Like you said, we're not, no one was subsidizing it. It's just these prices all stayed constant or went up, obviously. Like resort stays, they're higher than they've ever been to stay Mm -hmm. on property. But now you don't get free parking. You don't get free transportation. You don't get extra magic hours. Like, well, you get the morning ones, right? A half hour in the morning now they're saying. Yeah, I think it was 15 minutes at the latest one. Yeah, 15. Eight eight and a half minutes, and you can only use the bathroom. But, um, yeah, it's just they take away more things that were included, and now they're charging you for them. So, Do you think, think, to me, I just find it to be extremely tacky. That's my problem with it. That's a good word. That's kind of what I was trying to say. Like, you just feel like they're... Like, just, I don't know. You're paying so much to get in. And it's like, well, you could do this. You could you could do it the poor person way and just wait in line. Or and you actually can, stand in line, yeah, with all the losers. Yes, or you can, you know, if you have enough money, which you probably don't, you could just pay, pay your way out of this problem. Because you see the guy, you see the people in standby? Those are the people who stay at the values. Yeah, they don't care. They don't matter. They don't matter. Those are the locals, the APs. Yeah, those that, are the cheap APs who who don't spend money in our parks like right. like our like regular vacationers do. Right. I don't eat at Victorian Alberts. I don't stay at Deluxes. No. No, I know you don't. That's never happened. I mean, if anything, I I'm their best friend because I don't even use the rides. I I <laughs> I pay just yeah. to go freaking walk around and eat a ninety dollar steak. I'm like right. JPEG's best friend. Yeah, I don't use anything. No, that's true. I mean, occasionally I'll I'll go into the John and, and throw a bathing suit on and go use one of their pools, but that's just the price of doing business, I guess. Right, exactly. Yeah, you go in, you use the parks for three hours at a time, once every three months. Yeah, ride zero attractions. Maybe you watch yeah, the I reflections do, I do of spa- China. Yeah, I'll show. do Spaceship Earth and go eat at La Cellier. <laughs> Those guys yeah. should be giving me the freaking APs. Yeah. But now if you want to go ride uh, Spaceship Earth, you got to pay $15. Now, the other thing that I find amusing is you have all these virtual queues. And you look at what a success Rise of the Resistance has been. Because nobody can get on that ride to begin with. Right. And is that now they're going to try to go that way with other stuff? Is that the point? They're doing it with uh, Remy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So... That's the way that they're gonna and and nobody can get on any of these rides. Right, once that guardian of the you galaxy pay, unless you pay parts. And that just means less people will be able to get on. Absolutely. 
because some at some point some father or mother or whoever is going to be sitting in the park mm-hmm. trying to get on a boarding group on their vacation their once a year once every other year vacation trying they to get got on you rise by of the, the resistance they got you by the balls you got an 8 and a 10 year old kid and they both love star wars that's all they want to do is go on rise of the resistance right you miss the boarding group sorry yeah. you're locked out after 4 seconds you miss it and all of a sudden, you get a notification on the Genie app. If you want to skip it, you can pay $40 per person to get Look, on Rise of the Resistance. Absolutely. Absolutely. How you convenient th- and flexible is and that? Flexible. I mean, what's that stupid ride that your girls like? The, the, the Frozen ride, right? The Frozen one, yeah. They like that one. That's a great mm-hmm. ride. Now, what happens? They are just so can't wait, Dad. Right. I can't wait to go on this ride. And it's a virtual queue, and you're refresh, refresh. Oh, sorry, sorry, but for $75. Right. Well, of course, they're your little angels, parts. <laughs> yeah. You can't say no to their exactly. blinking that's eyes. That's the thing, though. No, that's the, not a problem. That's the beauty. Not the beauty. It's almost genius. You have to, like, respect them. They don't even let you wait. You can't even wait in line for some no, reason. Like, no, 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 no. You can't get there right at... Ready to be sit, sit say you know what I'm gonna spend nine hours trying to get on this student no no right. no 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 you they won't even give you the option to wait nope. in the line so if nope. you can't get it when they decide to drop these boarding groups or whatever they're gonna do for the other ones and I'm hearing that they, they're gonna start moving to that because you know because of COVID of course sure because we want virtual queue lines we don't want people standing in line we want the virtual queue and then of course because are... of because of COVID and that's why we cut all of our Entertainment. entertainment yes right because of covid of course we want to keep everybody safe so now you can't get on a ride you can't but even you wait can, in line you but us. you can pay to get on you can pay us that's that's i mean it's it's evil genius if that's actually the end game in this any high weight ride they just say okay it's 7 a.m you got to be click and refresh on that thing to try to get a spot in line for the day once those spot and lines are gone for the commoners, then you have to pay. You can't even stand in the line for three hours if you wanted to. Like that Avatar ride in uh, in Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Like we went on it. I went on with my sister when we were there. And we waited like an hour and a half. But we wait. Like you just waited. Now you couldn't even get in that line. If I mean, you can now. But in the future, you may not even be able to wait in that line. You might not be able to. They'll just say, sorry, there's no available... Uh, virtual queues left but you can use our lightning lane for only $23 per person. Mm-hmm. That's when that happens because that's what's going to happen. I think they're going to turn a lot of people off. I we keep saying that though and it, they keep yeah. Oh, yeah. bringing in more and more people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like we made fun of them for the Halloween party. They sold out all of them already for the year. The Halloween party is completely sold out for the rest of the year. So they do these things, and people like us say, you got to be crazy to do it, but there's enough crazy people that are going to pay it. And there's enough people that are going to pay to get on Rise of the Resistance when they can't get their boarding group that people will complain and say, I can't wait in line. I can't get a boarding group. Now you want me to pay for it. And they'll say, well, sorry. We already sold out of the paid ones. So what are you, like, who are you going to complain to? What are they going to say? Either spend more money or shut up. It's, I don't know. 
Did you ever think 10 years ago, whenever it was when we first started getting back into it, both of us around the same time, like what, early 2010 when we were both kind of getting to be big Disney nerds again, right? Yeah, I mean, I always was, yeah, when I was a kid and then I hadn't gone for a while. But yeah, you're right. Like that 10, 11 years ago, I would have never thought you'd be paying to get on rides and all this stuff. It just was. It wasn't even on my mind. Hey, but Universal does it, right? Don't exactly. be hating. Yeah, don't be. Don't be hating. Come That's on. That's the best. Is the apologists? Oh, the cheerleader. Well, they it costs more at Universal to do it. Well, this is I supposed, don't go to Universal. <laughs> this is know? supposed to be a positive group. Why is yeah. everybody so negative? I love this option. Oh, they did it in Disneyland. It was great. I went and did it at Disneyland last year, and it was great. Because I love too that <laughs> again, it's like it's like the wife beater and the and the poor girl's just completely brainwashed. Oh, yeah. And she just loves her husband. It's we've been listening to you. And every time we stop, said, excuse me, sir. Would you mind answering a couple questions? I always said, you know what? I don't pay enough. And I want to start paying to go on attractions because they've been listening to their customers. Yeah. And that's what we've all been saying. Yeah, you know what? When I leave here, my wallet's way too full. Is there, I, is there I any just, way to I give you more money? Like, I don't feel like you've taken enough. Because that's you one thing listen. everyone's always said is Disney yep. is cheap and a great value. I've I've been li- we've been listening to you, and yeah. you all said I want to spend thirty dollars to ride Space Mountain. Well, you know what? Next next time, you know that bed at Pop Century that drops out of the out of the wall. For an extra $40 a night, you can get the combination on the lock to use that bed in your room. That's what it's come down to. It actually, I, like, I was, like, equating it to a baseball game. Yeah, you said that. And like, it's like, and they throw they your kick ass you out at the sixth inning, inning unless you want to like, pay an extra 100 bucks to yeah, watch the Yeah, if you want to watch the rest. Yeah, it's the same thing. They have, like, a credit card swiping machine. If you want to use that bed at Pop Century, it's going to cost you 40 extra dollars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they already took away housekeeping. <laughs> right that's yep yeah, gary that's a COVID thing remember oh, right but before that they were like bribing you five dollars a night to not use it optional now they take it away completely that's not coming back yeah but you see that in your in your the price of the room right oh yeah it's much lower than it's ever okay been. you're right yes yes now before we started you said you were going to be the positive one here i don't know yeah i know i I, I i think it's tacky like again like i said I have no problem paying the 15 bucks. Like if we want to go and we want to go to the parks for four hours and hit as many attractions, I don't mind paying 15 bucks. But how pissed are you going to be if you pay the 15, then you can't get anything for that 15 bucks. Pretty, that I'm you be want. pretty irritated. Like the first that time being said, I probably it. will not pay unless yeah, we f- do like a family trip and we're all doing it. We're all going to do, fa- I'm not going to sit yeah. out rides with you guys, but. I, I probably will never pay 15 but It's just a principal thing. I guess, but the first time, aren't you going to be curious to say, oh, maybe I will drop the 15 Do you know, I have for to 30 do like bucks? a YouTube video to just to see how it works? Well, no, I don't even mean that, but like the first time you go after and you're like, well, it's it's a new system. Let's see what I can get for the $15. So you pay the 15 and it's like, here's your options. You can get on living with the land at 2.35 p.m. You're like, well, I could have just done that, you know? Done that. Like, I don't know how... 
how many attractions are going to be. Like they say that the headliners, the big attractions, you can pay extra. But notice they only listed a couple because they may fold a ton into that. You know, Magic Kingdom, you might be paying extra for a Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Seven Dwarf Mine Train. Uh, I mean, Peter Pan's Flight, you pay more for that. When that Tron thing opens, you'll pay more for that. There's so many things they could just say. Well, you know what? Haunted Mansion's had a 90 minute queue all day. Let's let's charge a few bucks for that one. All of a sudden, now that's a paid one. <laughs> like that noise, because that's the it's money coming out of your bill. Everything's <laughs> virtual, so they could just flip the switch in the app and say, okay, now all of a sudden, Pirates of the Caribbean went from you know Lightning Lane to Lightning Lane Plus, where you have to pay extra now because it's a popular attraction today. So when you go on busy days, there might only be five or six. Yeah, but I don't think they change. I think you mm-hmm. you have a set amount of attractions that are going to be just part of that genie plus. Are so we I don't sure think Thunder Mountains can. Yeah, you don't think it can switch back and forth? No, I don't. I guess again, we'll see. I, I don't think know. you'd be an extremely negative as opposed I to might me be. just being negative. Yeah. Just regular negative. Yeah. I'm just negative. You're extremely negative. That's fair. Okay, I'll take that. Is there anything else you want to talk about with the genie here, or should we take another break? Uh, We can take another break. All right, we'll we'll be right back. Here I go. Back up. Uh Uh-oh. Watch out. You done wound me up. Not to show you what I'm working with. Uh. Well, Alibaba, he had them 40 feet. Shahrazad, he had a thousand tails. But master, you're in luck because up your sleeves You got a brand of magic never fails You got some power in your corner now Heavy ammunition in your camp You got some punch to say And how all you gotta do is rub that lamp And then I'll say, Mr. Man, what's your name? Whatever, what will your pleasure be? Let me take your order, I'll jot it down You ain't never had a friend like me Life is your restaurant And I'm your mate to date Whisper to me whatever it is you want. You ain't never had a friend like me. We pride ourselves on service. You the boss, the king, the shop. Say what you wish is yours to dish. How about a little more baklava? All right, we are back for bake. Episode number 389 is in the books of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, you said I was being extra negative, and mm-hmm. I have been. But I will say, I like the name. I think the genie... It's a good name. Fits in well. I'll, yeah, I'll but doesn't it. a genie usually give you stuff? Yeah, and you have to pay him $15 each time, right? <laughs> or more. I thought, you know, you rub his belly and he, you know, what do you want? Give me you three rub the wishes. Yeah, you, you, oh, you let me give you wishes. my three fast passes right now, genie. Yes, you get the three wishes. Each one is $15. And then that third wish, you got to pay like $35 for it, I think. <laughs> Each day. Uh, I mean, $60 per day extra to go to the park. So that's $300 for five day. It's a lot of money. Park tickets more for my family. You know, if you... It, I if mean, that's a quick serve meal. Per day? Yeah, 60 bucks. Usually. Yeah, that, that's I mean, a meal. That's easy. Yeah. That's a meal per day. 300 is an extra night at a room. That's mm-hmm. one night less I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Because I have, you know, I'm maybe I'm in the rare uh, 
case of their current guests, but I do have a set budget when I go to Disney. So, you know, if it ends up being, okay, so we could do seven mm-hmm. days with park hoppers and doing eat, this. or we can do, yeah, and do the Genie Plus. Oh, wait, well, if we do this Genie Plus thing, and now, now we can only do five days. So they're going to lose out on those extra two nights and those extra, you know, the meals. Now we're not going to eat at a sit down. We're going to eat at more quick services. I don't know. Is it maybe it's short sighted? But I'm in the minority. I know that. They are not looking at people like me who have budgets as their, as their, uh, the guests they're, they're trying to attract at this point. Who is their customer though? Who is it? Because if their if their client is the uber rich cigar smoking cognac drinker, does he go to Disney every year like like we do? I think there's a or like our friends who go once, two, three times a year, or do they go to Paris next year and then they go to Australia for two weeks the following year? Yeah, but I think they'd rather get that ultra rich person that goes once ever or once every ten years, and they spend. 15, don't you run 20, out of, don't you run out of those people, though? I guess not. It just cycles through. Those people are always having kids, you know? When their kids are five and seven, oh, that's, this is our Disney vacation year. We're going to spend 12 grand on it. Whereas you're not getting 12 grand out of me over three or four vacations. So who would they rather focus on? Oh, I no, I agree. I just, I just wonder if they run out of that if number. If it's sustainable. Right now, no. If the economy goes down, all of a sudden they'll be knocking on your door. Because they used to, pay. they used yeah. to get the people who spent three or four grand on a vacation because they had accommodations for them and they mm-hmm. had meal plans for them, and they had everything perfect for them. Yep, it was right in the wheelhouse for that. It was, and you know, it was still a little expensive. You, like you could do something else on vacation for a lot less than that, but you felt like you were getting what you paid for. You got, you, you were getting yes. Yeah, I'm not saying it was never cheap. So people that say Disney used to be a cheap, it was never cheap. It was never cheap. But you got what you paid for. Now, even with the like if I was paying three thousand dollars for a week vacation five years ago, if you think about inflation and the cost of everything going up, how much should that same vacation cost right now? Thirty five hundred, thirty seven hundred, yeah, not four thousand. Inflation, no, inflation's been so low for ten but, or twenty years. Well, let's so. say it went up ten percent. 15% would be an extra $600. So let's say 30, 3,500, 3,700. For what I did five, six, seven years ago for three grand, four grand, it would probably be seven or eight right now. Right? Mm-hmm. I would think the tickets are just crazy. The food has gone up. Not that, I mean, not super crazy, but the food's more expensive. Everything's more expensive. The rooms are nuts. The rooms are ridiculous. I mean, you used to be able to stay at Pop Century for seventy nine a night, not that long ago. Yeah, high high single digits. Now, forget it. You know, you could always find one hundred nine. You know, one hundred nine was pretty common there. Now, what's the cheapest? You got one fifty nine over there. It's probably in the two hundreds more than it's in the one hundreds now at Pop Century, and that's the value. I don't know. But that's okay. That's what they, I mean, they're not struggling. They're not making wrong decisions by their bottom line because they're still. Oh, Bobby, Bobby was on with Kramer the other day. 
Huge yeah. profits I'm for the sure. first time since COVID. I mean, things are great for the company. And good for them. That's the. I mean, that's their most important thing they have to do. You know, is make sure they're making money. So I get it. And I guess with the with it being more more of a value, there were too many people there. Right. So guest experience was down because it was too crowded. So now they're going to try to find a way the people that they want going just the more they spend you get a better experience with less less of the riffraff like me and you there but if yeah, we hit a recession if we hit a recession though you're going to be getting stuff in your email and your mail twice a week oh guess what annual pass holder you get 45 percent off rooms you can get this we're going to give you free dining you know they'll come crawling back to the rubes like me and you when the recession hits and they're trying to you know, fill hotel rooms. Right now, things are good. They're, they're, you know, they're striking while the iron's hot, and they should be. But the people who get disenfranchised, like us, we have to try to remember when they come crawling back to us looking for our money. Do we say yes or no? It's true, you know, and that's that's the biggest thing. And I, I think you and I are in the same boat where it's like, it still has more good memories. Then, like stuff like this that leaves a sour taste in your mouth, I still have a hundred good memories to go along with every one bad memory. You hate it more than me, though. I'm starting to. Yeah. The I other just... thing, though, is that again, like I thought COVID would hurt them, is that you haven't been in a while. Right. And you're like, I don't miss it. Not that much. Not that much. I liked being in Florida. Uh, it was, I mean, we did, we went to Wilderness Lodge, we ate. They still got some of my money, but I didn't go in right. the parks, you know. So I get it. Yeah, you're right. I don't miss it as much. Like, I mean, the other guys that are in our group text, they're not down there much. They're not dying to go. Oh, it's just, I mean, we're all in the same boat, you know, financially more or less. And I think it's just, it's the value. It's just, we have other things to spend our money on. You know, we all have kids around the same age and we're flying in from out of town or driving in and it's, it's a big ordeal. It's a lot. And besides, you know, and Schaefer has unlimited vacation time, but Doug and I have, yeah, uh, right. you know, a set amount of, of vacation right. time. So it's like, and well, I've I want to quite a bit, but still not as much as Mike, <laughs> not as much as Schaefer. He's got to rip us tomorrow when he hears that. He loves that. Unlimited vacation time. It's a good He's gig, got a though. Lot of vacation time, he has a lot of vacation he? time. Holy Christ. Hey, good for him. A public servant, sir. I don't know. I get we could just go off all day, just kind of commit. Yeah, we'll find about a topic it. next week to talk about. It will still be negative, right? Uh probably. <laughs> and it's not that we're negative. It's just like we're just talking about what's going on. I'm not saying they shouldn't do it or they're bad for doing it i'm just saying it makes me not want to i already wasn't dying to go back this makes me want to go back less you know this doesn't this doesn't make me say oh i gotta go to try out this genie thing this is like now it's just another thing one that you have to learn another app you have to download and it's like the other thing is too is 
the damn freaking phones just pissed me off. Like, oh, now am, it's now you're tethered to it when you're there. Now you're tethered to it. Like, there were times where, like, you know, I'm standing in line and I'm looking at Facebook. I'm like, dude, really? Like, why am I looking at Facebook right now? Right, but like, you already I'm had on, your phone out to check reservations, so you just click the next app. You over just you just constantly checking. There were times where I would just shut my freaking phone off. Right. Put it in my ba- and, and even put it in my backpack so it wasn't in my pocket to go fumble around and spend three or four hours of actually just talking to my wife and going to lunch and not looking at my phone. And not- right. And now they want you to be freaking glued to this stupid thing. Right. So now, like, you got to take pictures with it and there's songs and like they're saying it's all going to be with this app. And I guess people are already using their phone a ton. But like for people like my parents, you think Frank and Sue are going to want to be. Deal no. with this genie plus thing. No, like, you think they want to deal with that to unlock their freaking door at Pop? It's like, where's my damn magic band? Oh, it's fifteen dollars, pods, no yeah. longer included. Yeah, that's that's another my Disney one, Experience too. app should have told you that. <laughs> Did you say that's another one? That's another one. Just no more <laughs> free magic bands. I forgot about that. And that's not even a big deal, but the I mean, it's just another thing that's taken away. That was banned. Yeah. Yeah, you can un you can unlock your door for two ninety nine each time you go in. Like that's your room, but it costs you three dollars to get like, in. Like who out. literally walks around with their damn phone to unlock their freaking door? That's stupid, isn't it? I will say I did it at the place we stayed on the drive to and from Florida, the true hotels. They had it. But the only reason I did is because I didn't have to go to the front desk. I just went right to the elevator, right up to my room, and I could just hold the phone to unlock the door. So I mean that's fun in. for a get that's fine for a ghetto place, but when you have that thing on your wrists, that's fantastic. Isn't oh yeah, it? sure. Well, I'm just saying it was nice not having to go to the to the front desk to do anything. So that part of it is good, but yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, the magic bands I as much as they had some issues with like oh, my Disney, so but the magic bands are nice getting in and out of the parks, everything like that. They were fantastic, they're fantastic. Now they want you to use your phone. Is that your ticket now? Is your phone too? Oh, I have no idea. No, I have no idea, but they're not free anymore. Because if you're not giving away magic bands, how are people, you know, pre- you have to press your phone up. You got to get the thing out of your pocket for the card if you're cheap. I don't know. Yeah, like I don't know if my parents will go back with all this stuff going on. No Magical Express. <laughs> like it's just these layers. Yeah, it is. Of it red tape for two, people that. The reason they went all the time was because they didn't have to do anything. They didn't have to think. Because it was easy. It. it was easy. Now they're just making everything more difficult. Now you got to plan to and from the hotel. Now you got to get your bags right. off the plane. Now easy. you got to do this genie thing. Now you got to pay for fast passes. I don't know. I got nothing else to say. All right, let's wrap this stupid thing up. <laughs> you know where to find us at WDWBTG, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, WDWBTG.com. Subscribe wherever you download your podcasts and go to our YouTube page, YouTube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. Um, that's going to do it. I got nothing else here. All right. Thank you for listening to episode number 389 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon.
Because we like you. M-O-U.